Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. God is all powerful. God is all loving. Do you experience God who is powerful, who is mighty, who listens to your prayer, and whatever you pray, that you see the miracle and wonder-working work of God? But the reality is, many people do not experience God's power. Well, they go to church on Sunday, they worship the Lord with music, but sometimes, somehow, their spiritual life looks like very dry, and then they do not really see the power and miracle of God. God. A miracle and power of God is shown only in the Bible, and but it's not really shown in my own life. Is that you? Well, today we have a very good news, and I want to unpack that good news that you can really experience the wonder-working power of God. But the question is, how can you truly experience wonder-working power of God? So let's look at Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 20, and let's see how God works through prayer of faith. When they came to the crowd, a man came up to Jesus, falling on his knees before him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, because he has seizures and suffers terribly, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So we can see the problem here, that this poor son has a, a really terminal sickness, which is Caesar. Uh, and then the father is compassionate, but there's nothing he could do. So he brought his son to Jesus Christ. But look at verse 16. He says, And I brought him to your disciples, like Jesus' disciples, and they could not cure him. So we see another problem here. Yes, there was a problem that this son has Caesar. However, the bigger problem is that Jesus' disciples could not do anything about that either. So, in verse 17, And Jesus answered and said, You unbelieving and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked him, and the demon came out of him, and the boy was healed at once. Wow, we see the wonder-working power of Christ through Jesus right here, that Jesus healed the boy immediately, instantly. So the disciples were very curious about what, what was going on, what was the problem here. So let's look at the next part. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, Because of your meager faith. For truly I say to you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Wow, we see the great truth here in this passage. That Jesus is saying, you have meager faith, but if you have mustard seed size faith, then you can do anything, right? So today, I want us to look at the difference between meager faith and uh, mustard seed faith. Now, if you have mustard seed faith, then even if you say uh, that mountain is should be moved from here to there, it will be done, as Jesus said here. Nothing will be impossible with you when you have this mustard seed faith. So the question is, how can we have the mustard seed faith? But before we get into that, how what's the difference between meager faith and mustard seed faith? Now, meager faith, in other translation, it says, little faith. The question is, mustard seed size faith is also very little, right? 
and you cannot even see it clearly, right? If you do not have like a, a really good eyesight. But meager faith, little faith, is also little. So what's the difference? It looks like Jesus is saying you have a meager faith or you have a little faith, but you need to have another little faith, which is mustard seed size faith. Okay, both of them are little. Well, little faith, the meager faith in original language, is almost like a lack of faith, no faith. So even though it says little, but it's almost like a no faith because if you go back to the passage in the in the previous passage, it says in seventeen, and Jesus answered and said, "You unbelieving." And perverse generation. So Jesus is speaking to his disciples uh, that you have a meager faith, you have a little faith, but it's it's almost like you have no faith because Jesus said you are unbelieving generation. But also Jesus said you are perverse generation. Now what does that really mean? Unbelieving generation meaning that this generation is not believing. God. Even though these disciples were spending a lot of time with Jesus Christ, but they did not fully know who Jesus was and how capable He was. He is the Lord and Savior. However, they did not truly believe who Jesus was as He was. Okay. Now, this—that's the really problem of, that's happening in our lives as well. A lot of people go to church and they say they are Christians, but in reality, you know, they do not truly. Believe in God, but they are believing something else. As in the verse seventeen says, "You are unbelieving generation and perverse generation." What does perverse means? It means twisting. In Romans one twenty three twenty five, they exchanged the truth into lie. They exchanged the glory of God, imperishable glory of God, incorruptible glory of God, to corruptible images. Okay, of reptiles and human, the, the the things that we see. Okay, so they are changing. They are twisting. So instead of trusting and believing God, they're believing something else. Okay, uh, back in those days, they believed in idols like cows and oxen. But these days, the people are worshiping what money instead of. God. They believe. They think like, oh, you know, when you have a money, if you have a money, you can do anything, right? Nothing will be impossible with you. You can buy a car, you can buy house, and you can buy、uh, anything that you want. So money is the power. Okay. So that's what most people believe. Even some Christians think that when you have money, then you will be good and you can do anything. But that's the problem. That the generation. That who who did not believe in Jesus Christ, but who believed in something else, they are unbelieving and perverse generation. What is the result? Nothing happens. Even though they thought that money would buy something good, but nothing really happened. Especially the miracle of God, wonder working of God would not happen when you believe something else other than God. So this disciple. So I don't know what exactly.、Um, Was there in their heart? However, even though they were with Jesus Christ for many, many, many time, but they did not fully believe in Jesus. But they believed in something else, so that they could not heal this poor boy from Caesar. And then Jesus is saying, "Okay, you are that generation." And then Jesus immediately healed this. Poor boy, by his power, by his name, as we can see in this passage. So that is the meager 
faith. Okay, meager faith is unbelieving and perverse generation faith, which is no faith at all. They believe something else. Whereas mustard seed faith, what is it? What is mustard seed? Well, mustard seed is pretty small. However, when it grows to a full tree, it can grow to three meters height. Um, yeah, tree can grow even taller. And when you see that tree, it's like, wow, amazing. That's a nice big tree. But when you think of how it all began, it all began with the mustard seed, so small, almost like insignificant seed that you will not even pay attention. But that is the mustard seed faith. So faith that's the size of mustard seed may look like nothing. However, that faith has a wonder-working power because Jesus says when you have this mustard size of faith, then when you say to this mountain to move from here to there, it will be done. Nothing will be impossible with that faith. Okay, so what do we have an example? Well, of course, there's a great example in the Bible. Abraham was is the ancestor, father of faith. But his faith, his situation was very um, hopeless because God told Abraham and Sarah that you were going to have a child, but they didn't have any child, and then they were so old. Uh, Abraham, Abraham was almost 100 years old, and Sarah was almost like uh, 90 uh, years old. And how can, how could they have baby in that old age. So it was impossible. However, here's the mustard seed that Abraham had. That Abraham believed in God, just like in Romans chapter 4, verse 20. Even when his physical body said no, but his faith, his mustard seed faith said yes. And what happened? God did give son Isaac, the promised son. And then God regarded, considered, um, Abraham as righteous because Abraham believed in God. Now, when you have a son, just only one son, Isaac, and you might think, okay, it's just still one son, then how could God bless Abraham or fulfill Abraham the promise for Abraham to, to have the whole multitude of people from one son? Yes, that's what God did. Yeah, from Isaac, the descendants of Isaac, descendants of Isaac's descendants, and descendants and descendants, and they multiplied, and they formed the uh, the true the people of God. When Jacob's family went into Egypt, there were only seventy people. But when they were coming out of Egypt after four hundred thirty years, there were they became two million people, and God truly saved them, and God led them, and guided them, and God called them my people, which is God's people, people of God. So God fulfilled his promise through this mustard seed faith. Does it work in New Testament? Of course, yes. Philippians chapter 1 verse 12, even when Paul was in prison, the gospel was advanced even more. Gospel was starting from one person, one city, and one particular place, but gospel spread out all around the world, even now, so that all continents, all seven continents are filled with the gospel of Christ Jesus. Why? Because of the mustard seed. Look at, uh, think about the Paul situation. He was in prison. You might think, he might think like, oh, there's nothing I could do. Okay, I'm locked up here. And then, you know, uh, I don't have any cell phone. I don't have the internet to spread the word of God. However, God used the even sufferings of Paul to advance God's 
kingdom. So that is how the mustard seed works. So different from meager faith, which is little faith, no faith, that unbelieving and perverse generation, they trusted money, they trusted human power, they trusted other idols, not God, and then the result is totally, totally disastrous, right? Not necessarily, not only, um, not only not seeing, not being able to see the wonder-working work of God, but they are going on to the total uh, darkness because they did not see the light of God. However, when you have mustard seed size of mustard seed size of faith, even though it is very small, even though it may look very insignificant, but when you trust in the Lord, God is going to use your mustard seed faith to accomplish His wonderful working, wonder-working power. And uh, John chapter 14, verse 12, Jesus said to the disciples, uh, You will do when, if you believe in me. Truly, truly, I say to you if, you, if you believe in me, you will do the work that I do and even greater works than I do. Okay? And God accomplished that in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts, you see the church was formed and started and the gospel spread out all, all around the places. So, yes, God fulfilled. God is, God is fulfilling His promise of doing the greater works through this mustard seed-sized faith. Let me share a little bit about myself as well. When I first came to the United States about 20 years ago, God gave me a vision for multicultural ministry, uh, planting a multicultural church. And then I share this vision with other people and say, Heh, you know, it's not going to happen, Sammy. You know, your English is not good. You just came from uh, Korea in, you know, the multicultural church ministry. That is, that itself is very, very difficult and challenging. So it's not going to work. So maybe you can go to Korean church and do uh, ministry in your own language. That makes so much more sense. Yes, it makes sense, definitely. But I received the promise from God. And I was very, uh, I, w- I was confirmed by his word continually. Even though the situation looked very unfavor- unfavorable, then I, c- I honestly, I thought that you know there's nothing I could really do to start that ministry because there are so many hindrances, so many impossible uh, things uh, in human perspective. However, when I trust in the Lord. And I consider, I uh, continued in my faith in the Lord, even though I am still incapable, inadequate. However, God empowered me through my mustard seed faith to fulfill His will. So now I'm a pastoring in the multicultural church, and I'm ministering to so many different ethnic groups from different language, language. And then um, I am so amazed by what God has done in my life, in my ministry, for His glory. So. So this is my story. Do you have your story? I'd love to hear your story as well, how God has used your mustard seed faith. Yes, mustard seed faith looks very, very small at this moment, but he is going to do amazing things. When you have, when you pray with this mustard seed faith, that he is going to accomplish so much things. Now, Mark 9, chapter two, Mark 9, 29 also says a very similar things uh, like uh, today's passage. It's the same situation. Disciples came and, you know, nothing happened with them. However, uh, Jesus healed the sick. And then Jesus said, um, you need to, you are perverse you are unbelieving generation and the disciples were asking the same question why why not us why what happens what must we do right? and jesus said nothing this kind of things 
comes nothing but prayer. So Jesus said you need to pray. So if you combine Mark chapter 9, verse 29 and today's passage, it will come like this. You need to pray of faith. Not just a prayer, not mere prayer, but you need to pray with faith. What kind of faith? Mustard seed faith. So when you pray with the mustard seed faith, God is going to use your prayer. God is going to answer your prayer to accomplish amazing work of God. Now, James chapter 5, verse 14 and 16 clearly says the prayer of faith, prayer of righteousness, accomplish much. In verse 15 of James chapter 5, it says prayer of faith will heal the sick. God will raise him up. You see the wonderful work of God in verse 18. 17 and 18, the Elijah was just like a human being, just, just like any of us. However, when he prayed, God stopped the rain for three and a half years. How could it be possible? Because of prayer of mustard seed faith. So you and I, we really need to have this mustard seed faith like Abraham had, like Elijah had, like Paul had, so that we can truly experience the wonder working of God. God has given me the vision to raise up 3,500 Moses, 21st century Moses, because one Moses led 2 million people. If you uh, multiply 2 million by 3,500, it will be uh, 7 billion people. Now, there are 7 billion people in the world who would love to see. I hope and pray that all these people in the world will hear the gospel of Christ Jesus so that end will come according to Matthew 24, uh, verse 14. So, how is it possible? Can we really do that in our home, in our place, in this little place? Yes, as long as you have mustard seed faith, God will grow it and God will accomplish it so that you will see the 3 meters and 5 meters and 10 meters a high mustard seed tree blossoming, amazingly filling your eyes with wonders and amazement of God. So let's have, let's pray for this mustard seed faith. And then let's pray with this mustard seed faith so that we can see His glory. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for your wonderful works and this message that you want us to have this mustard seed-sized faith so that we can truly experience your wonder-working power in our lives. So Father, please help us and guide us to have that. And then also, we want to pray according to your will so that your will be done then uh, in our life, even if we are so small and little, but we know that you are big and it's powerful and you will do wonderful works through us. So Father, please help us and guide us to see that wonderful work. We thank you, praise you. In Jesus' holy name we prayed. Amen.